Welcome to Car Pro USA, the place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. Jerry Reynolds is the Car Pro, a 35-year auto industry veteran who is a two-term chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy is his sidekick, and he rides to work each week duct taped to the hood of Jerry's car. No! Here they are now on CarPro USA. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA. We're here to help you. We have no axe to grind. We have no biases. We're just here to make sure that you do the right thing. And that's a hard thing to figure out right now. we got to talk about it. Uh, see what your situation is. You've, If you've been listening today, you have heard me tell some people to hang on. Don't do anything right now. If you got a trade-in, then I am encouraging people to go ahead and make a move. We know the incentives are not as good as they were uh, four months ago. That's a given. But we also know the used car market is up about 25% from that same time period of four months ago. So if we if we can't get a real bargain on a new vehicle because the dealers are not beating each other's brains out over price right now, they're beating each other up over inventory, but not price, then, and we can make a killing on the trade-in, let's do that. That makes really good sense. You're still going to come out better off now than you would have four months ago. And I'm just talking about the bottom line. You know, here's the price, here's the trade deducted, add the tax time license, here's the bottom line. You're better off now than you were four months ago if you have a trade. So that's the kind of things that I need to know when we talk and I get that information from you and I take each case on its own. Uh, there were a lot of years here on the CarPro USA radio show that I could give blanket advice but those days are not there right now. There is every, every case is totally different. So we'll talk. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, my trusty sidekick, is here. Still mesmerized by this list in the uh, newsletter of the top 10 used vehicles uh, in their price range right now with these vehicles being over 100,000 miles on the odometer. And I know people might think, well, those are you know specialty vehicles or Maybe they're this or that. Let me give you one, two examples that maybe, uh, oh, I don't know, six years ago, you might have sent straight to the auction if you took them on trade-in, over 100,000 miles. Yeah. Uh, the Ford Escape, seven years old on average, worth 11, 000, over $11,000 right now. Yeah. Seven years old. And- the Honda Civic, eight years old, right at $11,000. Who would guess a Honda Civic that's eight years old, 100,000 miles, would be worth $11,000? I wouldn't have, but, you know, the dealers are keeping and reselling more older cars now than they ever have before because they've all been forced to get big into the used car business. Some of them didn't want to mess with it, uh, but today... They're really looking at price points, and it's hard to find anything under $12,000 right now. And the other thing, too, is people aren't as afraid of 100,000-mile cars today as they were at one time just because cars are so much better than they used to be. And that used to be kind of a cutoff where over 100, it was going to be trouble. Now, what are you looking at? 
150, 200? Depends on the car. Yeah. And and every, anybody in the business knows what, you know, what cars, because a new car dealer has to be careful what he sells from liability standpoint, from a reputation standpoint. And there's some new car dealers out there that don't care. Well, you know, they'll sell anything if it rolls. <laughs> but the good dealers, like on our website at carprousa.com, they're going to check these things out. They're going to make sure, to the best of their knowledge, that this car is going to last for a while. I mean, nobody's got a crystal ball and can't predict when a transmission is going to drop out. And you, you can sell a car today and the transmission fall out tomorrow. And there was no indication of that when they had it in the shop. But... You know, they won't intentionally do it. Let me put it that way. Let's talk to Calvin in San Antonio. We tried once. Let's see if we can get him this time. Hello, Calvin. Hi, Jerry. It's uh, great to visit with you all and gain from your exper- expertise. Well, thank you, sir. I have a little different situation than uh, what the, y'all have been discussing today, but I'm sure there's some others out there in the same situation. I have a vintage 88 Lincoln Town Car. 23,000 miles, and I'm the original owner, and it's been garaged. The Signature Series has all the bells and whistles, including a moonroof, two-tone leather. I just need some help, some direction in where to go to sell it. Wow. That sounds like an amazing car. What color is this car? It's uh, silver blue over glacier blue. Okay. And do you have any idea what it's worth? Having a clue. (laughs) It's a car that you need to sell yourself. I mean, if you want to get a wholesale bid on it, then give me the VIN.com slash car pros the way to go. They're not going to be the best buyers out there because of its age. They sell a lot of cars at auction, but they're late model cars typically. Uh, every once in a while, a car like this with miles like that will come along and they'll step up. But what we're really looking for is a baseline of what it would be worth to a dealer and that, that they would write a check for. So once we get that, then I would put this car on autotrader.com at three grand more than what the bid will be from GiveMeTheVIN.com and see what happens there are people looking for cars like this there are people who were so disappointed when they dropped the town car in the grand marquee in the crown victoria and they loved them and with that kind of miles wow um it's going to bring a fortune i'll tell you that the question is what's it worth wholesale and then add three grand to it and advertise it and somebody's going to come along with a check and buy it is Henning's a possibility for a car like that or not? Not really. They're, Hemmings is more of a hot rod type. I mean, he's 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 trying – when you put it on autotrader.com, their, their reach is so big. When people get online and Google town cars, and there are people that – I guarantee you somebody's looking for one right now. And they'll drive a long way to get one. Um and I think that's really the way to go. I'd I'd be super interested if you can follow up with me uh, how this all turns out and and try that and let's see if that doesn't work. You're not in a, in like a huge hurry to sell it, right? 
No, I'm on, I'm on my third set of tires already. <laughs> oh my, yeah, just from age. Uh, try that and see if that if that helps. And if it doesn't, then holler back and I'll uh, I'll I'll give it some more thought. We'll come up with something. I may I may even hear from a listener that wants that car. Don't believe all the ads you see? Call CarPro USA and find out which vehicle is right for how you drive. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy with Jerry Reynolds, and I really like numbers. I've always liked playing with numbers. And Jerry has said recently that what we used to think of as a $5,000 used car is now at least a ten, maybe $12,000 used car. Yeah, if it's a Toyota or Honda. And I don't recall what the average price for new vehicles was just a year or two ago, but this year it's over $38,000 for the average. It was about thirty-five last year. Yeah, so up 10%. Yeah, and and that's just uh, you know, transaction prices, lack of lack of incentives this year, discounts, no dealers, rebates, dealers not giving cars away, not you know losing money on any cars like they did for so many years. You know, lose wouldn't be it wasn't uncommon for a dealer to lose a thousand dollars on a brand new car if the if the situation was right. In other words, if they were getting a a nice trade in or they were beating one of their top competitors to lose a thousand dollars i mean that wasn't a big deal you know jerry i've told so many people about the article that you wrote a few years ago about how the different departments in a car dealership parts and service maintenance warranty work used cars all that financing yeah that the new car department and the expenses charged to it that dealers actually do lose money selling new cars yeah they do the majority do people look at me like oh you're just a shill luxury car luxury cars don't fall into that category but your typical honda toyota ford chevy nissan store they'll lose money in their new car department but you know at the end of the month you're not just looking at that department you're looking at the bottom line on your financial statement and if it's black you're happy (laughs) And if it's a red number, you're Mm. really unhappy. Let's talk to Rick in Round Rock, Texas. Rick, what's going on, pal? Hi, Jerry. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I am uh, approaching retirement and uh, have been a two-car family. Thinking about unloading my 2005 Toyota Highlander with 248,000 miles on it. It's been a great car, but it failed its recent vehicle inspection, the engine light idiot light was on and the uh service center i took it to said your catalytic converters are are the the root of the cause Um, yeah that that would be that would be typical with that mileage yeah um it's a it's a v6 um leather uh all-wheel drive um sunroof moonroof uh it's been a great car for for my wife and I for a long, long, long time. We bought it in 2006, just one year old. Um, But again, we're approaching retirement. We don't really need two cars, and I don't want to pay to repair it at this age myself. 
um, to keep it running for me. So my question is, can I sell this car? And if I can, for how much? Yeah, you can sell it. Um, it's That engine light on is going to severely hurt the value of it. And, and believe it or not, that thing would sell on Craigslist in a heartbeat except for the light. Let me give you a little money-saving tip. All right. Instead of instead of letting the dealer or a garage do the catalytic converter, get online at ebaymotors.com. You're going to be able to find new, not OEM, not, you know, stamped Toyota, but a new functioning catalytic converter online for a couple of hundred bucks. And then you can take that to a muffler shop and have them cut the old one off and weld this new one on. Probably do the whole job for 400 bucks or less. It's going to cost you twelve to thirteen hundred, I'd guess, at a dealership, and probably a thousand or more at a garage. So do that and get the light off, and then market it. I, I promise you, you spend that four hundred, you'll you'll make an extra two thousand. So if I did that, what would the what the what would be the reasonable range of? I'd price right now. I'd price it at five grand or best offer. Okay. And I'd put and it on Craigslist. Personal sale? Yeah. Craigslist? Okay. Private sale. Uh, there's an article on my FAQ page about selling a car on Craigslist because you want to make sure that you're safe and that, you know, you don't get scammed, which is easy to do. And I'll tell you how to do all that uh, in this article. But I'd ask five grand or best offer, and you know, even with two hundred fifty thousand miles, there are no five thousand dollar SUVs out there, especially Toyotas. Um, heck, I don't even. I I might even go to six grand or best offer, and see. But that's that's the way to do it. I, you really do need to get that light fixed, Rick. I hope I've helped you. Good luck to you, my friend. Buying or leasing your next vehicle is a hard choice. Don't go it alone. Call the CarPro Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. Charlie in Akron, Ohio. Welcome. How can I help you, sir? Charlie, are you there? Oh, no. Okay. Maybe he's out celebrating the gladiators. <laughs> well, let's put Charlie back on hold, and let's talk to Don in Riverside, California. Don, welcome. Good morning, Jerry. It's nice to talk to you. You too, buddy. I've got a 2016 uh, Toyota RAV4 SE. It's in good, good shape. Nothing wrong with it. It's got about a little less than 69,000 miles on it. And we we like the car. We were thinking about uh, upgrading to the new the new one that's the uh, gas and electric uh, Ram Four. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's a great idea. The problem that you've got right now is that's the hottest selling SUV on the market, and the dealers can't get even a fraction of what they could sell. Um, and and mm-hmm. you're one of those. Your 2015's worth good money right now, but. Uh, you know, you're going to, I'm sorry. It's a 2016. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but the miles are good and it's a RAV4. I mean, that's, a, that's a great combination. 
Um, and you know, I think I think you're one of those people that probably should wait until around the end of the year before you do anything. Your 2016 is not going to bring as much, but the, the price of the Rav4 hybrids should have come way down by then. Toyota has been decimated with the chip shortage. And, you know, the dealers, the dealers, and I, I, I can't in good faith ask a dealer to sell a vehicle to one of my listeners, you know, for $3,000 less than he's got a whole bunch of people raising their hands saying, I'll take it at the higher price. I would let the prices come down. Yours is still going to have good value because it's a RAV4. They always hold their value real well. Uh, so I, th- I think you're one of those people that should probably target right at the end of the year or check back with me maybe at the 1st of December. Call me back and let me tell you what it looks like at that time. I don't think the timing is right for you. Yeah, you know, we're in no big rush. Good. I kind of looked at, I haven't really looked at, but we, we've kind of liked the, uh, the uh, Teslas, but they're way pricey. Well, call me back. I'm sorry we got to run, but I, I'd be happy to help you. So, you want a hybrid, but maybe a diesel would suit your driving better. Call Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA and let him help you. 1 800 926 7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. Let's see how much money they can save you. You know, you were talking about the most hard-hit manufacturers by the chip shortage. Yes. Um, Toyota and Ford in particular, although everybody's suffering a little bit, I guess. Subaru Subaru was pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. Just looking at the top 20 uh, fastest-selling new vehicles in June 2021. Number 16, no, number 15, the Toyota Sienna. 16, the Highlander. 17, Tundra. Yeah, I'd say they're selling slow because they're not getting chips. That's correct. They are, um, and, and as many models as there is out there, that's a that's still pretty fast. But if you're just looking at time that it sets on the lot and sells, when a vehicle is really short in supply, that speeds the, up the process. You know what I'm saying? Well, apparently they they're, faster. they're putting their chips in the Toyota RAV4. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever sure. chips they got. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy in Los Angeles, welcome. And how can I help you? Hi. I I guess it's me. <laughs> well, let's hope I, so. I'm okay. Uh, I was waiting. I didn't know. Um Are you there, dear? Kathy? I think her phone dropped off. Let's put her on hold. Maybe she can pick up that signal again and go to Cleveland and talk to Adam. Adam, welcome. Hey, Jerry. How are you? I'm good, man. What's going on? Good. So I have a um, an older Nissan Frontier. It's got 230,000 miles on it. and I mean, it's still running great but it's it's just getting older and i've got to start putting money into uh, normal maintenance sure so i've been look i've been looking around um looking at some frontiers uh 
I'd like to say around 2018 or older. Um, and, and so I've looked at the Frontier. I like the way the uh, GMC uh, Canyon looks. Just to give you an idea of what I do, I'm a, a handyman, and I also cover several states for uh, as a sales rep. So I would be using it to drive around as well. Um, do you have any suggestions on, uh, again, maybe a midsize, uh, smaller truck uh, for that type of work and, and what I could get? you know, some life out of, uh, just as a last comment, your last segment, you talked about higher mileage, uh, vehicles. Uh, I really don't want to buy someone else's problem, but, uh, you know, for, uh, for a truck, what do you feel comfortable with as far as high miles? You know, I like the, I like the frontier just fine. And traditionally it's got a good track record. Um, mm-hmm. the only knock on frontier has always been, just horrible resale value. Now, that's perfect for you. If you're looking to buy yeah. one, if you if you set a front if you set a frontier and a Tacoma side by side and right. they're comparable. Same year, similar miles, Tacoma's worth five grand more all day long. And that may be low. Right. So and it is a good truck. Tacoma's probably the best small truck out there. Canyon's been good. Colorado's been good. Uh, the new Ford Ranger has performed well so far. But Canyon, Colorado been around now for a long time, and they've been good too. But the bargain's going to be that Frontier, and you're already used to one. I'd, I'd probably try to find one of those. Uh, you know, something under 50,000 miles, so you've got a couple of hundred thousand more to go with good maintenance practices. Okay. And, and that's going to be right. your not not only are you going to get a good truck, but it's going to be the cheapest way out too. Right. All right. Well, I, I appreciate it. And then just as a, a, a follow-up for like a higher mileage vehicle, let's say I were to look at something in the hundreds or like a hundred thousand, do you feel comfortable with a certain truck uh, at that mileage? You know, the Tacoma is barely getting yeah. broken in at a hundred thousand. I've got a listener in Austin okay. that, that got a million out of his Tacoma without ever without t- putting a wrench on the engine i mean they're wow. just that good now you're going to pay for it because the resale mm-hmm. on tacoma is as good as anything out there i mean they really hold their value but you know if you can get 300 plus thousand miles out of it then it's worth paying more up front right all right i appreciate the uh the input you're welcome, sir, and thank you for calling from uh, Cleveland. And let's go back and see if Kathy's uh, cell phone connection has improved. Kathy? I'm here. Can you hear me? I can now. Yes. Good. Yay. Thank I, you. What can I do for you? Cell phone. Well, I, I'm in Los Angeles, but I'm moving back to Pennsylvania in the fall. Um, I have a 2003 Toyota Solara convertible, which... It's not perfect for that weather. No. <laughs> but um uh but you know, it's a wonderful car. I've had it, you know, what that's eighteen years and I start it every morning it starts. I love it. Um how many, how many miles are on it, Kathy? One hundred and seventy five thousand. Wow. Okay. And that's not bad for yeah, an O three. No. Oh, mileage you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, um, I kind of live where I work, so I, I'm good on that, and I would keep it if I were here, but I need something safe in the colder weather. 
And I may just end up towing the car back, even if I garage it and drive it in the summertime back there. Um, but uh, so I'm looking for something. I'm retired and I'm lo- looking for another expensive vehicle. Uh, so I was hoping to, f- I know this is a novel time because uh, I've been listening to your show to buy a used small SUV because they're not there looking at, you know, uh, a Kia or a Hyundai or, you know, something small but an SUV. Uh, I hate to buy a used car in Pennsylvania because they're all rusted. Yeah, sure. So I don't, yeah, I don't know if it makes sense to buy something used here and drive it back there or. It um, probably does. It probably does make sense. Uh, you're in a much more competitive market there than you'll find in Pennsylvania. What what part of Pennsylvania are you moving to? Uh, south of Pittsburgh. Okay. And, and there's not nearly as many dealers in that area as there is in L.A. And the competition is good for each other. I will tell you what I would suggest is look at a Subaru Crosstrek. Because of the weather okay. you're going to get, the all-wheel drive system is going to you're going to love that, and you'll use it. And not on, not to mention the fact that it's a super safe SUV and it gets good mileage. Um, I, I you know if 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 I lived in a place that got a lot of snow and ice and that sort of stuff, there is nothing I I would have a Subaru myself. There's just nothing better. And, and they're affordable, too. Sure. So I would look at that. I've got uh, a couple of good Subaru dealers at my website. When are you moving? Uh, probably in September. Okay. I know you said the end of the year would be better, but, you know, I'm, that's when I have Hey, to sometimes it doesn't work out. You know, I talk to people who had their car stolen or it got totaled out, and they got to do something today, and you're kind of in a similar situation. I, I'd probably keep that Solara. Uh, those are always in high demand, and it'll be as worth as much 10 years from now as it is today. I hope I've been of help to you, Kathy. Thanks for calling. The place for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive is CarPro USA. Call now with your question, 1-800-926-7777. Thanks for joining us on CarPro USA. If you're new to the radio show, you're just tuning across the dial and went, who are these guys? We're here every weekend. Jerry Reynolds is the CarPro. Spent a lifetime in the automobile business. Easy. Well, 40 years. Well, half a lifetime. <laughs> Maybe less. Let's hope. But anyway, long time. Owns a chain of dealerships. Got into radio a couple of, about 20 years ago. Got into his blood, went eh, eh, on cars, yes, on radio. So yes. he is sharing his wisdom, strength, experience, and advice to people all across the country every weekend, same time, same station. My buddy still asks me to this day, how'd you know when to get out? You could, were, you really timed it good. I got out. You got it right out before the financial really, crash. Yeah, it really got tough in 08. Uh, 09, everything came to a screeching halt. Did you tell him you were just brilliant? No, I just said, hey, I'd rather be lucky than good. <laughs> because that's, that's kind of the case. Uh, Steve, Canton, Ohio, welcome. Well, thanks for taking my 
my call. Appreciate and love the show. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, my question is, or first, I'm going to want to help my son get a truck for work. He's going to need, a, like, a full-size truck for his job. And a month ago when we started looking, I was kind of shocked at the inventory, one, and number two, how much used trucks and mileage they were. So my question is, I was thinking, what would be the – I'm thinking the best way to go is to either buy or lease a new truck. And we're trying to – I'm trying to get him into something, you know, that will be like – five, six years and trying to keep the payments under 500. So I was kind of wondering what you think would be the best option. And another thing, I get a discount at work for Dodge Ram. Yeah. I get 1% under invoice. Yeah, you may have trouble finding a dealer that will honor that right now. And okay. th- and they do have the option. Uh, it's not, I'm not saying it's a smart move to do that. If I were a dealer, I would not do that, but just know that as competitive as the market is right now and as short as inventory is, then, you know, uh, you may have trouble. I'm going to give you a lead on somebody that might be able to help here in just a second, but he doesn't need to lease. That would be a disaster if he's going to work out of this truck, the wear and tear at the end of the lease. If he doesn't purchase the truck at the end of the lease, we'll eat him alive. And other than Toyota Tundra, pickups just don't lease very well. Um, the, the payments are much higher typically than they are on a purchase. One good thing about buying a new Ram is Ram has stayed pretty aggressive with their incentives. And I think part of it is they haven't been hit as hard with the chip shortage as uh, Ford and General Motors has. So I think they're seeing an opportunity to win over some new customers that, you know, maybe they can snag from Ford or Chevrolet. Uh, But, you know, I think think you're at a crossroads of buy a new one and put him in it or buy a used one that's five or six years old. And it could be a Ram, it could be a uh, F-150, it could be a Silverado, it could be a Sierra, it could be a Tundra. Uh, although Tundras are, are, you, very, are you, very high right now. Yeah, I mean, Toyota would be nice, but I, I mean, Rams are pretty good, I've, I've always thought. Is that your opinion as well? Absolutely. Uh, it, well, not always, but since 2010, yeah, I've been a huge fan. Uh, when, when Chrysler came out of bankruptcy in 2010, they put everything they had into making the Ram a competitor, and it's worked. Uh, they're outselling everybody right now. Now, some of that's the chip shortage. But check with check with Rich Claben, Claben Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, and tell him I sent you, and let's see what he's got on the lot. He's one of the nicest guys and the most honest that you will ever meet. Just drop my name with him. You'll be in great hands. I hope everything works out, Steve. Thanks for calling. Hardtop or ragtop? Let CarPro USA help you decide. Call now at 1-800-926-7777. Los Angeles, you've got the last word this hour, my friend. What can I do for you? Hey, Jerry, thanks for uh, taking my call. You bet. My questions. I'll keep it to two. Um, the first question: I have a 2014 Ram CB Tradesman. 
Uh-huh. Um, it's like a part. It's a part-time worker. We have a doggy daycare business in Los Angeles, and uh, and um, I've had a lot of problems with it. Uh, it's at eighty thousand miles, and the transmission uh, is going. Um, and I was thinking of uh, trading it in for uh, something, but I'm not sure if I just trade in the way it is, sell it outright the way it is, replace the transmission, and oh, man. trade it in. I, I, so, I really think you'd be wise to get the transmission fixed and trade it after the first of the year. You're going to be catching okay. used trucks at much better prices then than they are today. Um, right. Okay. You're, you know, I, I with only eighty thousand miles on a twenty fourteen. I mean, that's that's unusual. I'm I'm really surprised by that, but it is what it is. I I, I think right. I'd plan on doing that. Just wait till January, catch the market on a downslide, and and trade yours in at that point. You're going to have to put the transmission in to get you from, you know, July to January. Um, and, right. You know, well, it, I could I could actually park it for a while, but because um, like I said, it is a part timer at, at this point. We have a you know a part time instead of full time help because of COVID. But yeah, uh, so I have the option of just parking it for a little while. But um, we've got about thirty got seconds here, Scott. Uh, Todd. Okay. Uh, my next question is um, a, a, a Sprinter. Uh, I've had some issues with my Metris fans, and I'm just wondering if the new Sprinter is reliable and you know i don't get enough what, i don't get enough feedback on those to tell you with certainty uh the ones i get the most feedback on is the ford transit and everybody loves those buddy i wish i'm sorry to be out of time <laughs> so you want a third row seat but you have six kids let carpro usa help you at 1-800-926-7777 <laughs> 